Hey everyone, welcome back to Beyond the Scope. This is Lee. And Hannah. And tonight we'd like to welcome Hannah's friend, Aston, to the show. Hi, Aston, how are you? Hi, I'm good, how are you? Very good, very good, thank you. Um, so we, this week we're going to talk about the evolution of friendships and we understand that there's a lot of dynamics that go, to, that go into friendships, right? And when you come over to visit, you, we, we do talk about these things a lot, those kinds of things. Uh, and so thank you, number one for taking the time and getting your parents permission to, to be on here. So, um, but, um, but we understand that, you know, there's a lot of different things that are going on in friendships, you know, and, and the two of you are, are experiencing one of those things that what we tell Hannah is that we appreciate the fact that you're kind of being exposed to this now, rather than five to 10 years down the road where that is where you you're genuinely going to 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 value those friendships right because as an adult friendships are very very important those kinds of things so um uh, outside of that how's everything been going with with, with both of you you know it's been a, an interesting week there's been a lot of drama in our big free group like what people say and and here's, he said, she said, it's not getting anywhere. So you're saying that there's like this dynamic within the, within the group of friends where some people are like just telling stories, trying to kind of yes. Um, yes. pin somebody as being like the villain. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I see how that goes. I see it happen before I was telling Hannah. You know, when I remember the first time I experienced this, I think I was in sixth grade where, you know, it was the first time that I was exposed to a larger school and a lot more students being there. And I started off with this friend group and it really only lasted like maybe six or seven weeks into the school year because I started to really realize that they weren't really friends, you know, and it got to the point where I was just like, look, if you get, you guys don't won't mean to be around then that's fine i mean i've got other friends that i can spend time with that kind of thing so you know that was my my first lesson in that and so but realistically i i really started to find true friendships when i was in about eighth grade right that's when i met my best friend chris and then ninth grade we met our best friend Corey, and it was like really like the three of us forever right true. outside of like tim uh, you know, I'm not like Uncle Tim, right? Tim, yeah. I've known you know, Uncle Tim for like my almost a good portion of my life. But um, but yeah, Chris and Chris Corey and I, we, I mean, geez, we've been friends for almost for over thirty years. Yeah. You know, and that's you know that's really 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 great. So as we start to go through, how why do you think your friendship between between you and Hannah, right? Why do you think it's stronger? The bond is stronger than it is with the other people that were in the friend group. And do you think that that strong bond is what really caused that tension and that envy for lack, for lack of better terms? Um, I think that me and Hannah are always honest with each other. Mm -hmm. So there's no like talking about each other behind our backs. And we always just stay true to ourselves and act ourselves around each other. So I don't have to put up a front. And it's just a lot easier to deal with. Mm -hmm. And 100% that group was definitely had envy. 
Um, you could tell every time we'd be together, they just like wouldn't really talk openly. And they would always talk about how we're so close and they'd be like, y'all are always hanging out and all this. Anna, what do you think? No, I agree with that. Right. And again, it's not, you know, what what we don't want to, we don't want to paint the picture to where the two of you think that you are above the rest of them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What we're trying to kind of really unpack is, you know, the, the strength of your friendship and how two close friends that are inside of a group can really disrupt a group right um whether it be positive whether it be negative and and this and in in this instance it ended up being a negative impact on the group because you know from what i understand and this is just through communication all those kinds of things just through talks all that kind of things um you know we we're seeing that there are friends in the group that really honestly they they see the bond that the two of you have and you know, just like you said, how open and how honest you are with each other. Um, and they don't have that, uh, you know, the word that I love to use, the vulnerability to really just kind of express what they're, what they're feeling, right? Uh, because I know that in every friend group, you know, everybody wants to be equally loved, right? Yeah. But we, we, we know that the realization of that is it really can't happen, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what disrupts the dynamic of large friends groups really honestly. So you're also friends with Hannah's friend that lives overseas, right? Tiana. I know her, but we weren't ever really close. Okay. Okay. Because that, that is one of the things that I wanted to talk with Hannah about. Or do you have any friends that from when you were growing up, because again, you grew up in a military family, just like Hannah did. Do you have any friends that don't live here that you still communicate with? Um, no, mainly because when I moved, I was like four. So, oh, I didn't fair make any friendships. Fair enough. Okay, right on. <laughs> but so there's a lot of different things, you know, when, when you think about those, uh, the friendships and life stages, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can talk about how friendships were when I was a kid uh, because I think they were really one of the, the most important parts of my life and actually helped me kind of develop into the person I am today. Uh, it's also one of the reasons why, you know, Hannah and I wanted to start this podcast so we can share experiences, you know, what she's experiencing today compared to what I was experiencing as a kid growing up, that kind of thing. And then going into adulthood, but how have the two of you, um, so far experienced how friendships are differentiating themselves within the different life stages? So let's like say your life stages are from elementary school to junior high to high school um elementary school it's really just like not really sleepovers hanging out outside of school it's more of like oh we're friends in school and then you're friends with them mainly until you get into middle school and then you really start to find out the people you want to be around and then y'all separate paths a little bit and then you just find out that you grow apart and then you're not really friends with them anymore, but then in middle school, you have the opportunity to find more people that are like you and who you can relate to, you can be friends with at that time. And then into high school and middle school, it's all about drama, um, 100%. Is it drama or is it about status? Status. 
Yes, but the status does come with drama. Yeah. The status brings drama. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's one of those things where, and in this day and age where your generation is really driven by technology, social media, um, a lot of, you know, I would say that, and this is just me speculating, if you disagree with me, that's okay uh, for the listeners and for you too. But I, I believe that almost 60% of our current population feeds off negativity, Yeah, mm-hmm. negativity and drama. You know, if you look on social media, um, somebody just put a random post of an observation and then all of a sudden it just turns into like this blown out uh, storyline. And I just put in the, uh, the what's that called? A um, meme? Yeah, meme. Yeah. Or a GIF, GIF. A GIF. A GIF of uh, what's his name eating popcorn, just watching all the everything unfold. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, one, and again, it's, it, there's a lot of different inter- interesting aspects that go along with the friendship. So, as you, from what you're learning now to going into your senior year next year and then off to college, what are some of the things that the two of you are going to focus on? to maintain that friendship so it so it it can it could be a lifelong friendship um really just more communication and just continuing to see each other throughout senior year in college um make sure we both are updated about each other's lives because Mm -hmm. i've had a friend who moved and then we fallen off now because we just don't talk anymore like she got too busy i was too busy and we just didn't try to maintain that communication. Okay. Okay. Hannah? Communication. <laughs> That's it? I mean, I mean, you're so full of words, and now all of a sudden you're, you're playing like the, you uh, the shyness in you or something like that. No. Uh, communication and keeping in touch, seeing each other, you know, keeping up with each other's lives. Mm-hmm. trying to make time to hang out right right and that's both of you i think have, have really identified on something that we that's actually one of the topics is being able to balance your friendship and life mm-hmm. right because both of you are students both of you work yes. right have you started to identify those things where like you're kind of seeing you know we're really going to have to schedule our times to be able to to just hang out Yes. uh, Outside of the 45 minutes before school and the 30 to 40 minutes after school, that kind of thing, unless Hannah has to beat feet all the way to all the way out to the the central time zone to to go to work. You know, is that something that y'all have already started talking about and really kind of trying to figure those things out? Well, since I started working um, sophomore year, I've always just had to plan it out anyways. And so it kind of just all falls into place now, just because wow. I've always not been available. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when I am available, it's always like the same day every week because my schedule doesn't change. Okay. So. And then Hannah, with you, with you starting your new job as a host or a major D, major D, whatever they call them. A host. A host. I, yes. I apologize. Sorry. A host. Sorry. Um. Uh, I haven't really been working. Like I work three days a week, so I made time to hang out. Mm-hmm. Even though my schedule does kind of change sometimes, mm-hmm. so it is a hassle. But 
But those are the sacrifices you have yeah. to make, right? And I think that's that. To me, I think that's one of the most important things is being able to, again, schedule those times. And and even even right like right now for for us as adults, you know, we're we fall we fall in trap to that a lot with with a lot of our friends where you know work is taking us in one direction or um something else is taking us in another direction and we just don't have time to spend time with each other so you know it's definitely one of those things where it's it's about communication and those kinds of things and it's really hilarious if we were actually running video tonight uh the girls are actually scrambling because they didn't realize that they have to plug a computer in but um but yeah so it's really one of those things where i mean so now that you're saying it have you ever heard of the phrase quality over quantity 100 yes so what is the lesson that you've learned in terms of quality over quantity at with friends um i think it's better to have maybe two to three friends that genuinely care about you and genuinely mm-hmm. want to be your friend rather than 10, 15 people who are just there to be there and who want to not help you. Okay. Just not further your life. Right. And, and it just did this. So this thing, like everything that was going, that's been going on, let's just, not just the last week, but yeah, I think it's been going on for quite some time now. Yes. Right? Yes. How was that? really affected you as, as a person, you know, either personally, spiritually, mentally, whatever it may be. Has it affected you at all? Yes. So I don't know. It just made me feel like I was the problem and that I need to change myself to be friends with them. When I, it was them, they just didn't clash with my personality mm-hmm. and we just didn't work. And it also just mentally drained me. Like, I would do nothing all day, have to deal with the stuff going on, and I would be so tired, and nothing, it would be like that all the time. Okay. And? Stress. What kind of stress? Just hearing about all the yapping (laughs) all the time. And saying that someone else is a bad friend, they go back to the other, say right. they're the bad friend. Yeah. And then everybody gets mad, and then they clash. It's just very stressful. Yeah. And how did it affect you, though? How did it affect you the other day? Drained. I was mentally drained. Mentally drained, and what, what else? And violence. Angry. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Angry. Angry. But one of the, would you agree that one of the reasons that you're angry about it is because you're still learning about how to equip yourself with those tools to take that anger and turn it down into a learning lesson rather than just being angry about it? Yes. Because it's okay to be angry or frustrated about it, right? But at the end, at the end of the day, when, when you're looking at that kind of thing, I think one of the things that I've really been studying about and really applying in my life is taking those things that make me angry or frustrate me and all those kinds of things and and just try to let it go does that make sense yeah but it's kind of hard to let it go 
when you're giving looks. Fair enough. And but have a staring looks. problem. But even so, looks are looks. People have staring problems, right? Right, but right. Are they actually, does it actually affect you? That's the question. Is it actually doing something to you? Those, the, the glaring eyes, or is it doing something to you? Makes me mad. Going, okay, that's so. But because if you're going to stare, at least speak. Speak about it. Okay. Yeah, the problem with everything is that not everyone has learned to grow up and mature and talk things out right. at all. They're not mature enough to have a civil conversation. Yeah, I have this conversation a lot where, you know, it again, you know, ladies scientifically do mature faster than, than, than guys. Right. But yeah. when you think about like at this time frame, you, you just, it just makes you question, is that data really true? Right. Or is mm -hmm. it, or are the ones that you were, or the negativity that are the, the, um, the immaturity that you're experiencing, is that coming from those small percentages of outliers? I don't think so. I just think people don't realize that they're just acting childish. They think they're not, but in reality they are. Okay. They haven't learned to grow up yet. They haven't had to face challenges in life that force sure. them to grow up. Do you think there's any driving factors um, that could contribute to why they're acting that way? Um, probably insecurity with themselves. And then their relationship with other people in their lives, like their family, family, mm -hmm. like a lot of family issues causes that. Well, yeah. and honestly, family issues make you mature. Make not immature. Yeah. But maybe you're just trying to look for an outlet to always be mad. Right. That's fair. They're just channeling their anger in their home life into mm -hmm. friend life. Well, both of you are taking psychology, right? I already took it. You already took it? I'm taking, taking it right now. Did y'all learn about Maslow's hierarchy um, of needs? It's a very, very, very interesting um, concept in psychology is that if you don't have the fundamental uh, the fundamental foundation for, for to, to be able to live a very balanced life, you cannot progress in any other steps above that. Right. And it all starts with your, with, with your foundation, you know, your, it, to me, your foundation is your family life, you know, mm -hmm. those kinds of things. Um, and that's that really, honestly, that's, I think, and, and even, you know, your, your parents are, are, are very focused on who are your friends, who are your friends, parents, right? They're that kind of thing. You know, it is definitely one of those things where that's what Carrie and I asked, uh, Hannah, of, you know, Hey, give us a little bit of background. You know, I mean, obviously I've met Baron and I met your mom, you know, and they're very good people. And I know that you, that, that y'all become, that y'all come from very good stock. And so, you know, I can trust the fact that when you come over or, or when you are out with, um, with Hannah in public, that y'all are going to be good people. Right. Right. Um, and you are also going to treat each person with high regard, di dignity, dignity and respect, yeah. you know, but we all know that respect. Is a two-way street. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> Double standards. You know, yes. Yeah. You know, do as I say, not as I do, all those different kinds of things. And, you know, it's really honestly, and I think those are what, that's what makes friendships challenging. Right. Um, a lot of times where, you know, you, 
you know that you're good friends. I mean, I'm obviously there have been times where there have been times that you, the both of you have not agreed on something. Right. But you were, were you able to come to common ground or are you just like, okay, we're just going to leave it alone and just not bring it up ever again. Common ground. I think it's common ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it comes to understanding. Yeah. So no, I mean that's really great. You know, I mean because there's a lot of times, especially as adults, right, where you know you every I mean everybody has an opinion nowadays, right? right. Um, and for a lot of people out there, if you don't have the same, you don't agree with their opinion, then guess what? You that they just don't want to be friends with you. That kind right. of thing. And I'm the kind of person that if we have a difference of opinion. Cool. I, I've got no problem with that. Right. You know, just be the best person you can be and have yeah. your own opinion. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Just don't do anything, you know, illegal, immoral, or unethical. Um, so, <laughs> really, honestly, there's some people out there. You never know, right? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but when you look at, you know, so what are the, some of the, the things that you ideally look for? Um, in terms of like friends, what kind of people are you looking for? Clean. You know, what kind of character traits? What oh, kind character of, traits. Oh. What kind of, did you say clean? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that I tells a lot about a person. Fair enough. What if they're, well, okay, so tell a lot about a person. What if they're like, um, they like to work with their hands and they've got dirt under their nails? Well, I mean, like hygiene wise, like odor. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Now, would you be the kind of person? Would you be the Would you be the friend to pull them off to the side and like, hey, uh, you know, did you kind of brush a little bit more today? Like, come with me. I've got some mouthwash in my teeth. You know, like I just want to make sure that you. Or I'd have to be close with them for a bit. Sure. Like it wouldn't be like a, a month or two, and I do that. It'd be a little longer. Yeah. Just so that bonds there, so it's not like I'm trying to be mean right. to them. Well, that's why I asked if, you, if that's why I asked if you would just pull them off to the side and say something rather than within the group, like, hey, you know, you're like your breath's kicking like Bruce Lee or something like that, you know, or, you know, <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? I, because there have been so many times that I've, I've seen it in person where somebody just got called out and, you know, the, and you could see the level of embarrassment. Um, mm -hmm in the person's eyes and, and, and their, and their, their mannerisms yeah. when, when somebody says something to them like that. And, and then you, you just kind of, I don't know. It's just one of those questions, you know, I guess, you know, you, you find yourself in different situations that, you know, I would, I would hope to be that kind of, that, that kind of person. I would just come off to the side and, you know, ask them like, Hey, you know, we need to run up to the dollar general or something like that, or, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Know? So, yeah. Hannah, would you be that kind of person? Would you be like kicking like Bruce Lee, or would you be like? Um... <laughs> I tell her straight up. Oh, I'm I, sorry. I tell her straight up. Okay. But I don't stay. I'd be like, you might need to go take another shower. I don't stay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would. I would tell them if they like stunk or like hygiene wise. Okay. You know. Okay, so outside of that, all right, the, the, the hygienic piece, what okay. kind of friends are you looking for? Or would you like to have? I mean, because you know, obviously you never find what you're looking for. Right. But if you if you had the ability to to really kind of identify those kinds of friends, because we always have 
with really good friends and then you have associates that are just kind of there. Yeah. You know, that kind of right. thing. So what would you be looking for in those ones that, you know, would be a part of your life every single day? Honesty, respect, um, being able to communicate with each other, can take jokes, not too seriously, no ground. Sure. Thick skin. I think that's a big one. Thick skin. Especially in this day, especially in this day and age. Yeah. Yes. Um, because it's so very, very easy to get under someone's skin. Right. Um, because everyone has feelings these days, mm-hmm. which, you know, can be a good thing, but also not a good thing because you mm-hmm. always have you always feel like you're tiptoeing around them. Right. And that's yes. not fair. It's not fair to you, it's not fair to them, it's not fair to everybody else. Uh-uh. So so okay, so so we we've got friendships. How are your friends digital friendships, right? You looking looking at your phone. Right. Okay. How does that strengthen or endanger friendships? And what are some tips that you would share that you know that would help maintain and strengthen friendships when friendships also exist on the digital platform? Well, if important conversations are need to be had, do it in person. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do it on the phone because, because it can get mixed up confused, and misinterpreted. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you're making plans and stuff like that, like casually talking throughout the day, it's, texting is great. Snapping is great. Like, I mean... So if you're listening and you don't know what snapping is, that is on the app Snapgram. Snapchat. Not Instagram. Oh, I'm sorry. Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> That's Instagram? Snapchat and Instagram. Yes. Yes. Right. Facebook. Facebook. Yes. 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 Also, no telephone calls as well, right? Right. <laughs> so, you know, what, are, so what, what do you think, Anna? What's your take on that? Friendships in the digital world. Like, don't text me over like some. I'm trying to find the right word for this. Bullcrap, I guess. And you're trying to text me during the day when I'm doing something. I'm not going to answer you. Okay. But if it's important, I'll. Yeah. You have my my number. Yeah, my Snapchat, Instagram. Yeah. You can text me something important. Yeah. But if it's like something dumb. I'm not going to answer you. Right. Yeah, I think with that, like you and I, we have this unwritten rule where you can text me all you want. Yeah. But if you call me, I, it's it's something that's important. Yeah, it has to be important. <laughs> yeah, Don't waste my day. Yeah, it's got to be important to call me um, because I'm not a huge fan of texting. Right. Especially oh, yeah, we know. I'm driving all the time, right? Yeah. You know, you know you're trying to do, you know, hit voice, uh, voice text and you say four and it comes up with another word. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's definitely, yeah. Well, and, you know, you're absolutely right. And, and, and it's not just in French. So I'll have to go ahead and you know, tell you that right now is that, you know, when, when you're communicating digitally, uh, and this is all the way across the board, it's friendships and jobs, all those different kinds of things. There's been so many instances of where when the initial message was sent, mm-hmm. it wasn't written in a way to where it didn't come across as offensive or as demeaning or um, derogatory or anything like that. And that's where a lot of a lot of times when we have those um, 
what kind of thoughts? Intrusive thoughts, right, Hannah? Right. Um, yeah, we have those intrusive, we intrusive have thoughts where <laughs> we automatically respond rather than thinking about how we want to respond. No, my intrusive thoughts got over me. <laughs> That's fair. We talk about that, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's really, really great when you talk about all those different kinds of things. So, you know, moving forward, right? And you're, you're, y'all are about to finish up your junior year going into your senior year. Yes. What are your hopes um, in terms of, you know, can a couple of the friendships from that group be, um, be fixed? Or will they just continue to be a fractured, would it be a fractured relationship that you just, you just, I don't want any part of it? Um, one in particular, I will never revisit. Okay. Just because me personally, it's healthier to not be involved with them mm -hmm. because they, not my type of person. Right. I mean, if some efforts were taken, by others in the group to be my friend again, and they showed me that they wouldn't do what they did, then I would consider it. So basically you're saying if they took ownership right. of like, hey, I was, I was really a douchebag. Right. <laughs> you know, or I was the one that, I'm sorry for saying these things, mm -hmm. uh, whatever, that kind of thing. So that's what, that's kind of what you're yes. saying. Okay. What about you, Hannah? Mm -hmm. I'll have to really think about it. Sure. Because I'm not all about the he said, she said anymore. Mm -hmm. So I guess when they take a little bit of growing up mm -hmm. and not believe what others say, I think we can grow our friendship again. Right. But right now it's not, I don't, best friends like next year, how we were i don't think it would be that best friends friendship okay but i think we could be friends and like kind of hang out but not all the time like we did mm -hmm. i think you know it was really it was really cool for us is that you know there were there were really like three of us the core right uh and we never tried to make somebody feel as if they were in the middle of something right now. You know? yeah. does that make sense mm -hmm. right and, and, that, and that's really i think that's the most frustrating part in the teenage years friendships is because a lot of times you feel like you're either caught up in the middle of it or you're the one that is you're caught up in the middle of it you're defending the person or you're firing shots at the other person. Oh, then I can uh, also. Uh, let me take that back. Not firing shots, but you're 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 being the aggressor, right? Uh, and the one that's starting all the stuff, right? Uh, or 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 helping with the spread. Instigators, instigating. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, that's tough. I mean, no one ever wants to be caught in the middle of something, right? And, and that's the hardest. That, that's the hardest place to be because. You know, you know, just like you were saying the other day, right? You know, you heard something about um, Aspen, and the first thing, your first response to that was what? Reach out to Aspen and ask her a question, right? Right. Right. So but, to me, that's cool. I would appreciate that if you hear something. Hey, you know, that's what you know. I tell you all. Know, that's friends. what you think a friend would do. Right. 
Apparently not. Um, it's like Axis and That's really what it is. It's like Axis, like Battleship. You know, no, I think this is a double standard right now. Because if I found out something about them, right, they wouldn't be mad. But if it's about them and somebody else, they're going to be mad at me. And then in, in a friendship, I don't like being compared. That's the number one thing. Don't com- compare me to another person saying that I'm going to be like this other person, like the middle friend, which I don't compare me to that other person because I'm not like them. Because you're you. Because I'm, I'm my own person. They're their own person. Right. I'm not going to act the same way as they do. Right. So how would you say that like all of the things that we talk about all the time mm-hmm. And you've been in a part of like the workshops that I presented, right? One of them. One of them. Like, if you remember any of the facets of those, how much of those, how much of that information that I shared plays into how you carry yourself today in terms of being honest, being kind, um, those, the, those different kinds of things, right? Right. Um, honestly, Honesty is the best thing to have in any relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it grows your bond stronger, and it just keeps it real with everyone. Yeah. Don't be fake. Right. <laughs> Again, it's all about character. Right. At the end of the day, it's all about character. You know, I would love to put a sign up at, at the high school in the main entrance mm-hmm. where it says, character walks these hallways. Right. You know, because I, when you walk down and you see all of the different, like, you know, the, the kindness wall, mm-hmm. the friendship wall, the love wall, all yes. these different kinds of things. And really, honestly, I think it, it, it's when I think nowadays the majority of the students see that as cliche mm-hmm. and not as a real thing. Right. And they're not going to understand this until well into adulthood when unfortunately sometimes the weight of the world is on them and when they go through the fire and they come out forged from our from forged from adversity that's when they start to realize those kinds of things right mm-hmm. um so going forward right and thinking about friendships and all those different kinds of things you know if you were able to give advice to someone that that is experiencing a lot of different kind of things that we've talked about already. What would be the, what would be the advice that you would give them in 20 or less words? Always be honest. Stay true to yourself. Don't change yourself for other people. Okay. All right. Anna, what do you think? Um, I put you to the test every single day. I know. You know, and then, I know. If there's drama and it's he said, she said. Don't always mm-hmm. believe it. If they compare you to someone else, don't feed into it. And then be honest and upfront. Don't have a mask on. I like that. I can talk about masks a lot, don't I? Yes. That's what's not like Batman. I do like Batman. <laughs> I do like Batman. Vengeance. <laughs> 
But no, be the true, the best version of yourself every single day, right? Yeah. I think that's really one of those things, um, you know. And it's it, it's it, I have faith in in the generation that's coming up. We have to have faith in your generation because at some point y'all are going to take over. We're not going to be around forever, and it's going to be the lessons you learn and how you share that with the next generation. It, it's it's going to be you know, it's going to be indicative of how they grow up. Right. Yeah. So really honestly to close, I guess, to close it out, I mean, I really appreciate having this conversation about friendships. Uh, I was hoping to have one of my two best friends on this evening, but they had some, some previous engagements because, you know, they, uh, but they wanted to be on, you know, either, either, either Chris or Uncle Corey, but they had some things going on this evening. So they're going to jump on a different one um, in the future. But, um, but I, I just want to say I appreciate it. You know, we, we, we take the time every single day to really unpack a lot of the things that are happening within our lives, not just, you know, personally, but socially. Um, and we look at those things and we can't dwell on the bad. We have to figure it out, get through it and get to tomorrow. Because when you, the only easy day you have was yesterday. Right. Right. You, you know, to take that challenge. Right. Um, and I heard a really good phrase the other day, and I want to leave this with not just you two, but everybody that's listening out there was that, um, greatness is achievable, but comfort kills greatness. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a very good one. That was, a, I think I, I heard Bobby Bones say that. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to give credit Bobby to Bobby Bones. Bones. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to give credit to, to Bobby Bones for that, but, um, everyone, I really appreciate y'all taking the time, um, to listen to really me um get some really great insight from hannah and, and aspen and you know again thank you so much i re we really appreciate it uh we you know we do this for fun so if you would like and subscribe we're on a, a, a bunch of different platforms and still, try, still trying to figure out how to continue to upload onto iHeartRadio. but um but thank you we really appreciate it yes and thank you this is Lee and Hannah this is with our guest appearance uh, with Aspen and uh, this Beyond the Scope. And we will catch you all on the next one. Bye. Bye.